Monica. And I'm Daniel, and you're listening to Now That's What I Call a Throwback. A podcast filled with nostalgia, stories, and pop culture. Wait, did you remember to feed them chickens? Ugh, I asked <laughs> Hello. Well, howdy there, partner. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like really Jesse right now, so <laughs> forgive me. Oh my god, yes. Toy Story <laughs> fantasy for real. Yeah. Hi guys, welcome to our Yeehaw Growing Up Country episode. <laughs> We're going to be talking about growing up in the country, um, our very southern roots. In case you didn't know, Daniel grew up in Mississippi, I grew up in Alabama, so we thought it would be really funny to talk about some country things we did, because maybe you didn't grow up country like we did, right? <laughs> Yeah, maybe all of these things are completely normal to us, and everyone else is like, you did what? (laughs) Literally. So we're really excited to talk about some fun and random country things we did. So let's talk about farm life, growing up country. (laughs) I'm, you know, like, did you have farm experiences? Like, I can talk about mine, but did you or? Um, you, you go ahead and I'll see what I can come up with after you go. (laughs) Sure. So my mom, one of my mom's sisters and her husband live in a small town in BFE, Alabama called Elba, Alabama. Um, Elba is, I don't really know how to explain it to people who aren't from Alabama. It's really like rural, very in the middle of nowhere, um, no cell signal. You have to drive like two towns over to get to the nearest Walmart. So, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, they don't, they don't really have like their like downtown area isn't like what you would think of a downtown area. It's really like think of an old country western. It really is kind of like that where they have little shops, but there's not really any like stores that are like you know WalMarts or Publix or Target, any of that. Yeah. So. We would always go in the summertime up there and visit probably for like weeks at a time. Um, My other aunts and uncles and my cousins would also come up there as well. And we would do things like riding on the tractor to harvest the crops, (laughs) Um, whole field peas and butter beans on the back porch while we were making homemade ice cream. Uh, We would go fishing in the pond in their backyard. Uh, feed cows, uh, the cows like watermelons during the summer. They love oh. watermelons. Um, I so yeah, be a cow. right. Me too. I have people feed me watermelons. So anyway, I loved going to my aunt's house growing up because uh, it was a lot of fun. And since I was an only child, it was fun to kind of hang out with my cousins and feel like I had siblings. So, did you have farm experiences? <laughs> um, I don't think I had like an extensive <laughs> farm experience like you did. That I. Like, I, you've told me about going to your aunt's before, and, like, it's, like, kind of far, like, as an adult, like, it's far yeah, away, like, you yeah. don't have cell service. That's, like, the most I ever knew. I didn't know you were, like, hauling peas and stuff. That's why when you, like, were, like, we should do a grown-up country episode, I was, like, hell yeah, I have so many stories, let's go. <laughs> um, no, but you were talking about, like, growing up, like, two towns over for a Walmart. Uh-huh. Technically, where my, where I grew up, my parents' house originally when i was growing up it was two towns over from a walmart shut up we had to go through long beach to get to gulfport where the oh nearest walmart was to be fair though like past christiane really has kind of become more of a actual town in the last like 10 years than it was probably when you were growing up so oh 100 percent, and i love that you know how to pronounce it <laughs> But hello, how many times have I had to come and like see you at your house and like pick you yeah, up? Yeah, true. 
Yeah, no, so many people just say past Christian, and I'm just like, okay, yeah, sure. Anyway, okay, sure. We're in the we're in the South, so things have longer vowels here. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, and so if you don't understand, uh, the city I grew up in is called Past Christian, but it's spelled Christian, like literally <laughs> the name Christian, uh-huh. and so that's where the confusion comes from. And whenever I have to like say it to someone on the phone, I'm like Christian. Um, <laughs> but we didn't have anything like an actual farm kind of thing i did grow up in a rural area um for a while we had chickens at my house shut we had, up like, a y'all had chickens chicken coop <gasps> in the back yeah i think when we bought the when my parents bought the land uh-huh. like it came with it because oh. my mom hates chickens <laughs> is she that like the selling point like <laughs> i don't i don't here's know. this house and we're gonna um, throw in some chickens too <laughs> literally i think they came with it i'm just assuming <laughs> oh my uh, god and I don't even, I guess the chickens just died off as you oh. know, animals do. Or y'all like roasted them. No, we did not because my mom doesn't eat chicken. Oh, okay, um, well. And so we would go back there and like get eggs and stuff. I think there's videos of me like as a kid, like looking Stop. through all of the uh, so cute. Uh, little coop areas oh, looking for eggs. Cute. Yeah, it was cute. Uh, but we did live on like three acres of land and for when they first got it, it was like very overgrown, yeah. much more just like a field. Like of we had course. like a small trailer on the land uh-huh. um, and we would like ride the four wheeler through all of that kind of stuff. Um, and then my grandma had a lot of land that we would go riding through that. She had, I think, I don't know who cut the trails. I don't know if my dad did or if other family members did, but they cut trails through all like yeah. the woods mm-hmm. surrounding her house. Mm-hmm. And we would like go on like little just trail rides throughout uh, the woods. Fun. Fun. And then my dad belonged to a hunting club. So um, did my and dad. During, mm-hmm. Yeah. And during like the off seasons where it's like more summertime. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot of hunting going on right? because it's not deer season and we would go uh, four wheel riding through all that there were trails throughout the whole hunting club that would eventually mm-hmm. get to like a creek oh um, okay just imagine like smaller version of a river going down and we would just kind of hang out in the water ride through the water look for petrified wood fun um, it was just lots of fun, honestly. Yeah, my aunt and uncle live on a very big, well, they did. They they actually built their own house, like a newer house, the last, like, five years. But where they lived when I was growing up, it was the same kind of thing. Lots of, like, acres of land. So they had their own, I mean, they weren't a part of a hunting club, but they had their own, like, hunting land, like, on their plot of land. And it was the same yeah. kind of thing. We would ride the four-wheelers. They had, like... Um, the hunting stands like set up in the trees like mm-hmm. they they're like all out now like they have like the cameras and stuff to like watch the patterns of the deer oh, yeah. to see like when they come through the field and they feed and all that kind of stuff so yeah we did the same kind of thing except it was like their own land but they still I mean my aunt and uncle love hunting obviously what else is there to do in the yeah. middle of nowhere so um no and honestly my parents are still just like that they actually belong to two hunting clubs now wow um one of them i'm sure you've seen the pictures on facebook of all the river photos yeah yeah um they have one where they have like basically a permanent campsite on the river that they just kind of like cultivated their own they have a camper out there they built like a private bathroom kind of thing it's like an outhouse basically they built an outhouse and yeah it's just really cool and really fun so i wonder maybe you know but like when you join a hunting club don't they have like different hunting clubs for different different like animals or am i wrong 
Like when you join a uh, certain hunting yeah, club, isn't there like a assume... hunting club for deer, and then there's one for like turkeys? Yeah, I would assume. I don't fully know, uh, but I know we used to go up. Um, I think in Poplarville, uh-huh. and there was like a dove area oh, where okay. we would shoot yeah. doves. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, based on that, I would assume. <laughs> <laughs> I know I don't know either, but I'm like I assume that there's like different because they're all in season during different times. I guess your membership to the hunting club could be like you could pay just for deer season, or you could pay for like what the other ones are i don't know i don't i've never been hunting so okay well talking about hunting and deer and chickens and eggs and all of this let's talk about you know some of our favorite like country foods what were some favorite dishes maybe like your family made or like some things that you can kind of only find in the south what were some of those for you so to this day one of my favorite foods that my grandmother makes is tomato gravy do you know what tomato gravy is i understand the concept but i don't think i've ever had tomato gravy that i can think of it's so good she makes it different now because obviously i don't eat red meat now um but what she would do before is it's kind of made with like if you fried like pork chops or something the night before you save the grease And so you put that in a pan um, with some flour, some seasonings, and I think like a can of tomatoes. And she, I mean, there's all kinds of other stuff that goes into it, but that's kind of the basis of it. And she would cook it up and like, basically I loved it so much. She would pour it into a mug and I would literally eat it with a spoon. Ew, like, I ew, would eat ew. it with a spoon, yeah. You're it's, just I mean, eating gravy. Yeah, but it's not like thick gravy. It's more of like a thinner gravy consistency. So it kind of is like a soup almost. Um, but yeah, okay. I would just literally eat the gravy. But she would do that with fried biscuits. And to me, that's like such a southern thing. Tomato gravy and fried mm-hmm. biscuits, pan fried biscuits. So I loved that. Um, field peas and beans with okra. We would eat that a lot because my aunt and uncle had... Um, beans and peas on their land so we had like bags and bags and bags and bags of like hold field peas and beans in our in our freezer so we would eat that with like every meal that and then <laughs> my grandmother just really I mean like she really grew up country so she cooks all kinds of like country ass food anytime we have any sort of family get together so she would make like fried pork chops drop biscuits black eyed peas and mashed potatoes like just really southern mm. meals. Um, I remember that, and then I also remember we would always do homemade ice cream with the ice cream maker that you had to crank by hand. So we would get fresh milk oh, wow. from the cows in the field and like milk the cow, wow. bring it up. I know, right? And then make it into ice cream. That's crazy. I've never had. I've never had homemade ice cream. Like, is it? Do you think it's better than? Oh store-bought? yeah, for sure. It's so much better because it's fresh. Like, there's just nothing like. Yeah fresh from the cow milk. <laughs> I know that sounds the cow. so gross, wow. but like, there really is okay. nothing better. Anyway, <laughs> what about you? Anywho, well, like, as you were talking about the, the field peas and stuff, um, I was kind of remembering, like, we had uh, two gardens on my parents' land, actually. I think they're kind of still there. One of them is being used as a burn pile. Oh, and one I love of them's that. just empty mm-hmm. right now. But... They used to be really into gardening. We would have like 
uh, squash. Uh, we yeah. still have blackberry and blueberry bushes. Um, one of the gardens was like specifically dedicated for potatoes. Wow. Uh, and okra. We had we Ugh. always had so much okra that I we were just okra. giving it all away. God, yeah. So, so good. all of that uh, was so good. It was so cool just to like you know have it all the mm-hmm. time. Um, but you were talking about pork chops. My nanny makes absolutely incredible fried pork chops like Mm -hmm. the batter uh Mm -hmm. is just like so thick um i don't know what she does uh but i country grandmas they just know how to fry some pork chops (laughs) well i'm sure it's completely awful for you but it tastes so amazing right but so good um i love gumbo so much i don't think you eat gumbo very much do you you yeah i can do i'll do like seafood gumbo but my dad used to make gumbo all the time when i was growing up um he just whenever i stopped eating red meat he would just take like the sausage out of it and just Mm. do strictly like crab and shrimp instead of like that extra like red meat in it but yeah i love gumbo it's so good no it is so good my dad makes it from scratch um Mm -hmm. every year and it's so normally yummy. with um, fresh seafood that we had cooked throughout the year mm-hmm. and like kept and like froze and like yeah. put it all back in there. Like, cause we always, he always puts in like fresh crab um, uh-huh. and it's always just so absolutely good. Um, he also makes like great like crawfish etouffee. Ugh. He makes great pasta sauces. He makes homemade crab cakes. Yeah. Um, there's honestly a lot that he makes. It's just absolutely incredible. I'm, I'm getting really hungry. <laughs> I know, actually. I, I had breakfast earlier, but now I'm Me like, too. Now I'm let's like, go to brunch. Yeah, where are we going? Let's in Cracker Barrel. Here we come. <laughs> But also talking about all of that seafood, like growing up, growing up on the Gulf Coast, I was obviously always surrounded by fresh seafood um, just because we're on the Gulf of Mexico. Um, So crawfish, crab, shrimp, catfish. Mm -hmm. Um, And most of all of that, uh, my dad would catch himself. Wow. Yeah, we used to have a pond in my front yard. And we would fill it with like harvested catfish. Uh And we would fish in that pond and catch our own fish. A lot of the times, um, eventually we kind of filled it in and we didn't, we don't have it anymore. Yeah. Um, but like he would also like run crab traps, like get in the boat, go out on the river or I don't know if it's a river. I don't know what kind of body of body water, water it is. Considered. <laughs> I don't know. Um, there's some water that he puts a boat in and then goes and put the crab traps in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then he catches the crabs and then we eat the crabs. Yeah. Um, so that was always really good. Um, and just doing like all kinds of seafood boils. Uh, I know you don't eat crawfish, but um, just doing like a big. Well, I mean, I nice... do, but a lot of people again make crawfish with sausage in it. So a lot of the time, oh, right. I can't have a normal crawfish boil. That I like crawfish, like add a crawfish boil, but it's the same kind of concept. They normally put the sausage in it, so right. I can't really eat it. But same thing, like I love all kinds of seafood from growing up on the Gulf Coast. My dad used to go um, and get like fresh scallops all the time and he would like sear, pan sear them and like put them with pasta. So Mm. I'm the same way, like love that. We would always like, he would go get like fresh crab claws and like fry them up for me and my mom. That's like one of my favorite seafood dishes is crab claws. They're so good. So we would do that. And then, um, what is that? It's like a, uh, what is it called? It's like a crab. It's like a cold crab salad, but it's called something. It's like Mm. a Southern dish. Do you know what I'm talking about? A cold crab salad, but it's called something else. I I think it could just be called cold crab salad. I know exactly what you're talking about there. I'm gonna, 
it's called something. Oh, it's uh, uh, fresh something Andes. What is it? Fresh Andes salad. What? Isn't that what it's called? Okay. Well, as you continue to think about that, uh, it'll um, come to me my... later. It'll come to me later. Yeah, you keep going. Yeah, keep going. three weeks from now, we'll tweet it out. Uh, <laughs> Literally. I don't really know if this is a southern thing or not, but my ex-boyfriend's mom would make uh, like a breakfast casserole. That was yeah. absolutely incredible. Uh, like the base of the casserole would be like hash browns, and then mm. uh, the to liquefy it, it would be like uh, just just straight up eggs, mm-hmm. and there'd be like cheese and sausage and who knows what else. Honestly, I don't really remember, but it was always so 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 so. I good. love a good breakfast casserole. Yeah, I made it once for Christmas, like Chris- I was I made about it on to Christmas say. Eve. It was so also good. we used to do it a lot for. Um, Christmas morning we would make it because yeah. you could put it together the night before and then like in a stick crock pot. it. Yeah, and then like oh well we would do it in like a casserole dish and like put it in oh, the okay, yeah. fridge and then just pull it out Christmas morning and put it in the oven. Oh, oh, oh O'Reilly. West Indies salad. That's what it is. Okay. I have no idea what that is. I've probably really? eaten it. Like crab and like onion and it's got like a vinegary like dressing and you put it on top of crackers. Yeah, I mean I've I've definitely eaten that. It's just like a crab dip is what we would call it. Maybe. I just knew it had a name, you know what I'm saying? Like I knew Yeah, it has it like a real some, name. Yeah. I love that too. So good. Well, let's move on to like activities and things you were doing outside. Just like, what did you do for fun in the country? Um, so like we talked about before, we would ride on the ATVs in the woods. Um, just kind of, you know, riding around looking for anything in particular. I do remember because like I said earlier, I think like old Western town, they had a really, like a lot of really good antique shops. Um, they still do. Yeah, so my mom um, collects, <laughs> again, really Southern, she collects old butter churns, <laughs> so... Um, what? Like yeah. a... Like a big one? No, just like... Like a real one? Yeah, like different butter churns. Like, you know, it's got like the little bucket where you'd put the... the, uh, Whatever it is. Yeah, I know what a butter churn is. I have never seen a butter churn at your house. That's because they're in the attic. Where are they? Does she have a shrine? They're in the attic. Oh my God, she's buying all of these butter churns to put in the attic. But there is one right in the foyer when you walk in the house. There is one right there, but you normally miss it. It's there right next to like the washing... What is that called? Like a washing cabinet or whatever? Where it's got like the the bowl with like the, yeah. So anyway, she collects lots of like random things like that. So we would always go to those places and kind of look around and find things. And she also liked to collect like old bottles and spoons and stuff. I don't know. So we'd go and look. That was one of the things I liked doing. And then, like I said earlier too, we'd go fishing at the pond. Mm. I'm always the same person that I have been. I hated touching the bait. Oh, and I yeah, no, hated I would touching never, the fish. Absolutely like. never. I would I would not. And if I had to, I'd oh, this sounds so awful. I don't like the concept of what I'm about to say. I would like step on the fish. Uh-huh. So it wouldn't move and uh-huh. then like get the hook out of the yeah. out of its mouth. Yeah. I hate that so much. I know. I literally would not touch it. So like my uncle would have to bait the line and he would have to take the fish off the hook. I liked th- casting it out like into the pond and like reeling it in, but any of the other stuff, no thank you. So um yeah. 
But yeah, so anytime something would like come up and I'd reel it in and it would like pop out of the water, I would like scream bloody murder because I'm like, oh, don't let it touch me. Don't let it touch me. Don't let it touch me. Um, so that. yeah, that. Um, also, like I said, like we would go and get watermelons in the garden, but we would just find the ones that had been like smashed um, or ones that couldn't really be like taken to the market and sold. And those were the ones that mm -hmm. we would cut up and go stand at the fence and feed the cows. Oh. <laughs> we have so many pictures of us doing this. And there's this one. Um, I'll have to find it. It's me and my cousin Jacob. <laughs> my cousin Jacob is literally in like a tasseled like leather black vest with like what? a black cowboy hat on and like black what? cowboy boots standing next to me. And we're like feeding the cows. Like we really got into it. Like <laughs> Listen, okay, that sounds bizarre, but, like, I want that outfit. Right. I was about to say, I'm sure you would, like, love it. We would do that. And also, I remember growing up, um, they always had gun shows. I'm so Southern. Oh, wow. Um, and they also always had the Rattlesnake Rodeo. They had that around Elba. I don't know if you've ever heard of that or if that's just something that's, like, specific to maybe around, like, Andalusia. But they would do the Rattlesnake Rodeo. So you could go and, like, look at rattlesnakes and, like, you could buy all, like, the they'd have like snake skin like everything that you could like, like buy stuff yeah i know we still have like this rattlesnake like tail that my mom like kept from like one time does we it rattle yeah it does <sighs> yeah Give it to I a know. baby i know literally so that we would do that kind of stuff to me that is like very southern country but i don't know you probably didn't yeah. do that kind of i mean like what did you do any of the same things no some of it yeah um we we would go hunting some um and then like and like shooting guns i think it's like pretty standard in like the south like yeah. to buy um kids guns for like yeah. christmas and stuff when they're younger because <laughs> yeah, yeah. i remember there was a christmas i did receive one and we like went up to my grandma's house to like shoot it and stuff mm -hmm. and i would go hunting every now and then but i just i didn't enjoy it um i'm not really sure why i didn't enjoy it i maybe it's just sitting quietly in the woods I, that's for what I hate too. hours maybe yeah. it's you know killing an animal like that too. actually watching them die that too um, <laughs> all of just, just all of it in general I, there's just a lot of things and i was very against it after a while and i just didn't want to be a part of it like yes i'll gladly eat my dad's homemade um deer jerky yeah. because it's amazing but <laughs> i just don't want to go out there and do it kind of thing. i always used to like tell my dad when he'd go on hunting trips that he was going to kill bambi to try and make him feel bad about yeah. it but and he like, never did but yeah you, okay let me also like paint this picture for you that they would bring the deer home to the house after uh, killing it to and like skin it hang and it. process yeah, it, yeah, like hang it upside yeah, cause down. Yeah, because you have to let it bleed I, out. I, yeah, I swear they hung it from like the basketball goal one time. Oh um, my god! So they would do that and like skin it and everything, yep. and it mm -hmm. was just like a lot <laughs> to yeah. kind of see. And I, yeah, it's just, it was just a lot. That's it. Um, but yeah, like I mentioned earlier, we would ride full rollers all the time. I had a go kart that I absolutely loved. 
Um, that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And then just like something so simple, like playing in trees. Oh yeah. Um, my grandmother had two. Uh, well, she had a couple of amazing like magnolia trees. Wow. At her uh, mm-hmm. at her house, and we would go. And she also had like lots of like in her garage. I mean, it was like grandma stuff. Like she had baskets and mm-hmm. like old baby food jars and mm-hmm. bubbles mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff. And we would like fill up baskets and like go up into the tree and like play house up oh, there fun. for like hours. That's yeah, fun. it was so fun. And there'd be like a couple of trees out there, so we would have like different houses and kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, that was always fun. We would have slip and slides. I remember uh, for a gift, I got the game Twister, fun. but it was like a water version where you like hook it up Whoa. to a hose. Whoa. And it's still like the matte kind of thing, but there's water uh-huh. pumping through it. And when you like step on a color, it like squirts water out. <gasps> Whoa. That makes it yeah, a lot harder. It was really, yeah, it was so interesting. Um, we were always in the pool up there. Um, and then I just, you know, as I got older and went to middle school and high school, I just became more of an inside person. Like Mm -hmm. I would go hang out at the mall, which I think is pretty generic. Everyone just goes and hangs out at the mall. Yeah. Um, or go to a bowling alley and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just thinking about it, like I really spent so much of my youth just outside. Me all the too. Time. I say that all the time that like the generation after us, I feel really bad for them because a lot of that generation spends so much time inside, like on a gaming console, watching TV on their smartphone. Like they definitely didn't have, I mean, and it's not really like that much of a Southern thing, just like a different generational thing like we always would run outside and play after we got home from school and I feel like a lot of the younger generation now doesn't really do that as much but I loved that growing up too like playing in the dirt you know we had um Chase next door had a fort in his uh one of the trees in the backyard so we would like do the same thing go up in his fort and like play house that kind of stuff Um, yeah we had uh my dad made us a treehouse fort kind of thing too yeah that was really cool. we still yeah. have it it's still in our backyard they recently like tore it down i think probably like two or three years ago um it was really sad to see it go but it, it needed to it was kind of rotted so it needed to go but yeah same kind of thing we would do that all the time and um yeah just playing outside it was great yeah and something kind of to touch on too is that i think i, I don't know if it's the same for you but i know it for most of like the queer people I've talked to it's like this growing up in a a rural area as a queer person you kind of reject all of those you know southern things all of those country qualities Mm -hmm. for a while Mm -hmm. because it's those types of people that you're getting all of that negativity from um because you're you are kind of different yeah and so I grew up very much like that after a while and I just kind of rejected it all but Mm -hmm. now I kind of see like what the benefits of it were what the good qualities of it were and I'm really starting to embrace that more now Mm -hmm. like I grew up completely hating country music and now I have like a yeehaw bops playlist on Spotify and it's great I mean same for I mean like I'm not queer but I'm a queer ally and I feel the same kind of way like I very much rejected that because a lot of those people that have those sort of qualities of like a typical southern person they really do kind of reject people that are different so I feel the same way like I with you I'm having that kind of like retrospective like anomaly of a of a situation where I'm like oh well 
that really was I like I'm I'm happy with the way I grew up and I think that I was yeah. very lucky in that way to grow up somewhere kind of rural and have those experiences and though I did kind of cast it off when I was younger now that I'm getting a little bit older I am appreciating all that kind of stuff and kind of finding my way back to it as well so no yeah a hundred percent and we didn't touch on this either but like we grew up in the bible belt yeah oh yeah hello <laughs> hello it's yeah very conservative and yeah. it's very religious focused mm-hmm. and that played a lot of a lot into rejecting those country roots as well for sure so, i don't know just kind of kind of tie all the fun yeehaw into like I a know. serious subject here but do you know what time it is what time is it it's time for our throwback of the week our throwback of the week <laughs> yes, ma'am. This week's uh, throwback of the week is your favorite Yeehaw song. Well, really and truly, as we have talked about, I liked a lot of country music, but I like really oh, like okay. Shania Twain when I was younger, you know. So yeah, probably, yeah. Uh, who's better for your boots been under? And I will still karaoke the shit out of that song. I wow. love some old school Shania Twain. So who's bad have your boots been under is mine. What about you? What's your Yeehaw song? I love that for you. I also loved Shania Twain so much. I mm-hmm. loved her when I was younger too, but I think yeah. it was a very, because I, I didn't like country music. I very much rejected it. But Shania Twain was like a different kind of country My music My country for me. queen, yes. Yeah, country gay icon, truly. Yes, uh, truly. So. Yes. <laughs> Yeehaw gay icon, we love. And it's kind of hard to like narrow it down to one song. Yeah. I wrote something down here, but I think I might change it. Change because it. Because what I wrote down was One Way Ticket by Leanne Rhymes. I love because Leanne Rhymes. It's, it's beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a go-to on my Yeehaw Bops playlist. <laughs> but... Yeah. Something I was thinking about, because I like I loved this song growing up. I remember like riding around with my nanny and my Nanette in middle school, like playing this song and loving this song. Um, and I just recently performed it, and I'm just like, wow, this song like really dates back for me, and it really mm-hmm. holds a lot of impact. And it's "Suds in the Bucket." I knew by you Sarah were gonna Evans. say that as soon as you <laughs> said that you'd performed it. I was like, oh, it's gonna be "Suds in the Bucket." It's such yeah. a good song. It really is, yeah. and I didn't really think about like how long I've been listening to that song yeah. and how long I've really liked it, because I didn't like country music, but I don't know what it was, but I was just really, really, really into that song when I was younger. The, like Shania Twain, I listen to her all the time, Leanne Rimes and like Alan Jackson, all of those, like what they were releasing like in the 90s, like that is quintessential mm-hmm. like country music for me. I didn't really like any of the other stuff, and especially when it started getting more modern, that's when I stopped liking country, but all any of those kind of songs like that... I love them. There's just something yeah. about them that they pull at my like nostalgia that I just I love them so yeah. much. So Suds in the Bucket is such a good one. Yeah. So we want to hear your favorite Yeehaw song. If you grew up country or not, maybe you have one. So tell us what it is with a hashtag now throwback and let us know. Um, we're so glad that you guys hung out with us for another episode. We hope you enjoyed our growing up country and we hope you subscribe to our podcast to catch the next one. Thanks for hanging out and listen next week for whatever we have planned. (laughs) (laughs) TTYL. Bye.